You want me to do the intro? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. Do it. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Date Night Conspiracies. I am Sherry. And I'm Colin. This one is uh, a little bit weird because we already did all this. We just had it delete, so we're just going to have some fun and do it again and make sure this one's just as good as the first one and make sure we have something to put out. Mm. Colin's doing an awesome job at editing all of the previous episodes, and we're going to start releasing them soon, so we're very excited. I hate when this happens. I know. It's the worst. It's okay. We're still going to get it done. It's all good. (sighs) Yeah. We're going to start releasing them soon, which means we got to start picking up the speed on how many we do in a week. So we're going to do another one Thursday. Yeah. And that one's going to be super fun, too. Yeah. And this one was fun to talk about, and I still have lots of new stories that you haven't heard. But I still want to, like, uh... You still want to touch on some stuff, yeah, from before. Yeah. Because we had some good points. Yeah, I guess. But now we have the chance to, like, re-articulate. Okay. Fine. Let's do it. Yay. Mm. <laughs> I wanted to. Good. Good. Okay. Do you want to say the the Instagram video? Yeah, the one with the nurse. Yeah. So there's always an inspiration behind these episodes. And this one was uh, an Instagram post that Sherry sent me. And it was about these nurses. Well, I mean, it was a nurse talking about how in her field, they've put it into their books. Did she say it was the books of school? No, it's like um like information booklets they hand out to families of terminal patients oh okay that's what it was yeah to explain that it's okay when uh, their family members see past relatives yeah like they're basically seeing ghosts all the time and it's just such a normal thing that they actually put it into their literature because they don't want the families to be freaked out yeah and and the people who are going through it actually like it yeah. They like it quite a bit. Yeah. Like they like seeing, they even see pets and stuff apparently. Which is, is what she said. That's crazy. Yeah. The so pets is extra crazy because in like every religion, they say that pets and animals don't have souls. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't and know that there isn't that. like, like dogs don't go to heaven. Like why are you being exclusive about a species? It's weird. Like stop. It's very weird. And that makes kids sad. Like if the priest is going around saying like your dog can't go to heaven. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't really make sense. Doesn't doesn't actually make sense. No. And like in an animal would be the same chemical sparks that happen in our body. Yeah. Like there's nothing really special about us. And then we. Yeah. You wouldn't. Like, yeah, because if reincarnation was real, you would eventually come back as like a dog right yeah especially if you were like shit person or like you couldn't display love they would like give you something where like that's all you can do true they'd be like here you go all you can now you're a dog all you can do is love people or you're like a mean dog on the streets and then you end up in one of those like dodo videos you know what i mean the nice ones where they like find them and rescue them what's a dodo video dodo's like um just like an online video platform really yeah never heard of that yeah dodo like buzzfeed but very very oh, small okay yeah okay. now i understand like it seems like all the ones i see of like cute stray animals getting rescued and they're all mean at first but then they find love 
those are all like dodo huh <laughs> that makes sense yeah that makes a lot of sense right how nice would that be that'd be such a feel-good thing <laughs> knowing that that was like a a grumpy person <laughs> right i'm picturing like a grumpy old man like a pit bull body right this, this is very weird very very odd <laughs> that 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 they would say that like animals don't have any of that stuff yeah animals it, can't go to heaven yeah because I, I don't know i don't know i just when you're like when you're tripping on like psychedelics and stuff like and you touch like a tree like you can like feel way more of that tree than than regular yeah and they say like trees give off energy and can communicate with each other yeah. through that root network yeah so why wouldn't dogs be able to like the dogs communicate with us exactly <laughs> have you seen the videos of the dogs who like use the buttons to communicate no oh it's nuts i should show you some of the like the more like the smarter dogs they have like buttons that are pre-programmed to say specific things so some of them say walk or treat like very basic things yeah and then some of the really, really smart dogs who have been at it for a long time have like dozens of buttons. Really? So it doesn't just say basic actions like that. No. It's like words. Like, like words to what extent? Where dad go. Oh, yeah. Like where's dad? Yeah, like yeah. it's so bizarre. And then like when dad come home and then how the, the human responds, they go press a button depending on like what the dog wants. So they've proven in these videos that dogs can understand the passing of time as well. Yeah. So the dog asks like when dad home and then whatever the mom goes and presses uh, like afternoon or something. Yeah. And then the dog knows when afternoon is they learn. Wow. It's just wild. That's weird. But again, it's like how can a being who understands that not, not have, a have a soul. Yeah, yeah. That is weird. That is very weird, actually. Mm-hmm. I have to show you these videos later. They're so wild. Because that's like three-year-old. That's a three-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Like a, It's like a child learning words. Like you could tell a three-year-old. Like that's what they would say, and you could tell them afternoon. Yeah. And they'd learn slowly. They'd be like, afternoon? <laughs> Good afternoon. They'd be like, Top of the morning? They'd be like, is he going to come home in the afternoon? True. And that's how they talk to with like very basic words. Mm -hmm. Where'd dad go? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. <sighs> but yeah. So this one's about near death experiences. And we were talking about souls. And there's so much crazy stuff and crazy stories that we've seen. There's so many that uh, that I've seen just in doing my research because uh, she does her research reading. I watch videos. Yeah, learning styles. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I watch the videos and uh, yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff when it comes to the near-death experiences, the soul, astral projection, because mm -hmm. that's what that is when they're coming out of the body. That's astral projection. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of crazy stuff to it. In the videos that I was watching the the most the oddest one was the guy who was an atheist there was like a 16 minute video and he was just like really detailing everything he went through mm -hmm. and yeah he was he was a big one like he became super spiritual really yeah and, and it's funny like now that i think about it there was one 
where the guy was not into God at all, was like Southern gentleman. And when he was going through his thing, he instinctually. Oh, no, there's a third one. He instinctually <laughs> called out to God. This atheist guy, this Hispanic gentleman, he called out to God. Just thinking like, you know, like I'll change, I'll change my ways, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, and then the third person who I was talking, well, who I was listening to when I came into the room here, he actually said the same thing. They instinctually like didn't have any connection to God, didn't like that whole thing, and uh, and all called out to him. And and I myself, the reason it sticks out to me now, and I didn't think of this before when we were talking about this. I myself has not had a near death experience, but have had uh, points where. Like, because I was very much like, I guess, not an atheist. Whatever an atheist is where they're like, they believe there's something, but... Agnostic. Yeah, I was like that more so. And I remember when I was having trouble with something, I do not know what this thing was, but at uh, 3 a.m. every night for a long time, um, I'd be getting ready to go to sleep. And then I'd hear like a creak on the stairs. Oh, I'm getting chills already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) It was like coming down. And instinctually, I would start uh, uh, calling out to Jesus without even being like somebody who does that. And I would be like, Jesus, please protect me. Jesus, please protect me. God, please protect me. Yeah, I would just start doing that instinctually for a while. Yeah, it was very And then it stopped? Uh yeah, whenever I would do that, I I would feel more protected. I feel way more protected. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very very weird. I remember I would do that quite a bit and I would call out this instinctually just call out to Jesus. Even though throughout the day, throughout meditation, throughout everything, like I would never even have that name pop into my head and then all of a sudden it was like that and crosses and everything. Hmm. Just instinctually. So it's very weird, very weird. And then I asked you last time we did this. <laughs> I <laughs> asked you ago. if you um if you've ever had any uh, near death experiences or anybody in the family or anybody you're close to. No, and you were saying no, and I just had my one friend uh, Kevin. He was telling me about his near death experience where he uh, just a car just collided into him. Just he was on one side of traffic going his way and somebody just veered off into his lane of traffic just slammed into him they're both going 80 kilometers an hour which would be what for people in the states like 50 i don't know 50 miles yeah i think it's like 50 55 something like that it's like 1.7 yeah something like that so he's going pretty fast and right as he was colliding and everything slowed down for him Oh, it's wishes, honey. Eleven, eleven. Ooh, make a wish. Mm, wishes. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But uh, yeah, he said he said everything just slowed down, and as as it started, like once it got to the point of slowing down the crash, like before he even hit, he was like outside of it and watching, and literally just watched that happen. And it's almost like. Like and now that I'm saying this again, it's almost like you get this, this like if you're connected to something else, like and there's this whole game simulation unlocking lessons going on. Mm -hmm. It's almost like his avatar 
was like, oh, wow, way too much pain. Get out of here. Get out. Oh, wow. I'll watch it. Oh, shit. Like an eject button. Yeah. Like you just like, boom, let me just get out of here for a second. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Jesus. <laughs> Am I going to be okay? He's just looking at it. Wow. Okay. And I, you're talking about like video games too. And it just occurred to me yeah. that they always like, like in Call of Duty, they always like replay deaths yeah. from a f- like a, a far off perspective, don't they? Yeah. That's yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Where you like zoom out and you get to replay it. I I often think that you bring up Call of Duty. I often think that because um, with Call of Duty, yeah, you're like all these different lives like over and over again. Yeah. Like you're different. Yeah, you respawn or whatever. Yeah, like you're almost like a a new soldier. It's it's very it's very weird, but yeah, like you said, they they replay the deaths. It's like from this third person perspective, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like you're back in in this body and you start again. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's like, what if that's what's going on? Because in all these stories, these stories that you've told me already, and the ones that I've listened to, it sounds like there's a whole. Th- it's it sounds like there's a simulation. S- like yeah, some kind of simulation mm-hmm. because in psychedelics. Uh, simulation video games uh, and near-death experiences all seem to link up there always seems to be like an upgrade they have like such similar yeah attributes yeah exactly exactly feeling connected to everybody um you know feeling no pain at certain points having no fear of death afterwards like i don't know there's just so much of that and and also let's all, all like not not just the respawning because that's what that's like but also there's like an upgrade that happens it's like like you told you said this one story about that little girl that had all the stomach issues mm-hmm. and it was almost like it was almost like she like if we put it into like simulation terms because when we talk about the simulation we're talking about this high powered computer that none of us can even fathom yeah it's almost like her file was corrupted and they were like, oh, geez, we got to do something. Okay. Hard reset. Yeah. Like hard reset. Like, OK, this is act six. She goes into the tree. Let's make her fall. Okay, <laughs> Boom. She sits on Jesus's lap. Can I leave? Can I stay here with you? And he's just like, nope. Yeah. And just fully repairs her because that was not part of her story. And like now she's back and she's fine. Like I've had that so many times. Like my mind didn't work the best before i s- allegedly did psychedelics <laughs> and like it's completely upgraded yeah true like a hard reset i don't know and that little girl from that story like her family believed in that so much that story they actually carved like a big cross into the tree oh really and the tree eventually actually like kind of died and like fell over but the cross is still there and they won't cut down the tree even though it's dead and like fallen over what really yeah it's like tilted like this and they know and the cross is still in it wow That's and they won't so get cool. rid of it because it's such a, a spiritual thing for that family is it in the, on their property i don't i think so yeah it must be right because that's remember. that's incredible yeah i'm not gonna be able to find the picture again but there's like a full-on picture of it with with the family because like yeah like i don't know there's just like a whole resetting and even like to the kevin that i brought up like if you talk to him now it's like he he almost has like a sage like wisdom to him now yeah like it's very very it's not odd like older than his years though. yeah like yeah. wisdom yeah yeah exactly hmm. like as if 
he interacted with the higher realm that we're all sitting in, the higher realm arcade that we're all sitting in right now playing this simulation. It's like he interacted with that and now he came back with like a little more wisdom. Yeah. It's weird. It's very, very weird. Something I remember from uh, when I got rear-ended was that slow motion effect for sure. Like I remember sitting you got in the rear-ended? car. Yeah, it was, I want to say three years ago when okay. I had that white Subaru. Yeah, 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 I remember. It was, it was, I just stopped at a red light, like normal. And then I remember looking into the rear view mirror and oh, seeing the car coming at me. That's how you saw it. Okay. So fast. But like, it, it could have only been a couple seconds. But I remember the woman's face and like her expression on her face and like her like tensing up. Like, I, like I saw all this in yeah. the rear view mirror. That's so weird. But it could only have been a few seconds. Yeah. But it's weird how like your brain slows it down and replays it because it's like you go into like such high adrenaline because you know something bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's like your it's like fight or flight response immediately kicks in and it's like you get extra time to figure out what to do. Yeah. So I remember thinking in my head like, OK, like it's weird that I would even think about rolling to hit the car in front of me. But that's what I was thinking about. So I remember slamming down on the brake really hard. Like I was like standing on the brake so I wouldn't roll into the person in front of me. <laughs> that's crazy. Right? So weird. Which in theory is kind of not the best thing to do. Because if you get hit and you roll, the shock is lessened. Yeah, of course. Whereas if you get hit and you're at a dead stop, it's all into your body. Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. It's because you didn't want to hit the other car. Probably. Because you thought you'd be at fault. I, I would have been, but yeah. it, but it's weird that I would think that in the sake you know, of a couple seconds. Well, you always think that with cars like that. Like you're, I guess. You're the only reason I know that. It's because you said it so many times. At fault, yeah, that's true. Whereas for Anytime me. Anytime you hit from behind, is at fault. Whereas for me, I wouldn't care. <laughs> I wouldn't care at all. Yeah, that was it's very weird, though. Your brain slows. Your brain does that so it figures out wh- who you're supposed to kill. So you can see clearly. That's what it thinks is going on. Like you're supposed to kill somebody. Is that what's happening? <laughs> you're very scared. Are we supposed to kill somebody? Yeah. Like let me slow it down. Like or are look you around. getting killed? Like what's happening? Like here? slow it down. Look around. Can you see? Can you see the person? <laughs> Your brain's like, we can do this. We can do this right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you just find the person. I've slowed everything down. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. It's very odd. But, but it is a very weird feeling when that happens. Yeah, so that so that is your closest to it thing. Yeah. That, that happens. It's not people. like an out-of-body thing, though. No, no, it didn't remove you or anything. No. But that one thing you said about the little girl, I should probably tell people more. Like, yeah, there's this little girl. She had stomach issues. She said she wanted to go to heaven and, and be with Jesus. Yeah. And then she fell she out of a so tree, pain. and then she actually saw Jesus and sat on his lap and asked him if she could stay yeah. in, in heaven where she was. And he was like, no. He's like, no, there's more things you have to do on earth. Yeah. And when they find you, you'll be totally healed. Yeah. And then when she woke up, no more stomach problems. So she went from taking like 10 pills a day to nothing. Yep. See, it's just just like a psychedelic experience where like something will happen, something triggers, and all of a sudden you're just changed forever. Like I had that with smoking cigarettes. Mm. Like I used to smoke two packs a day. It went through a big... And then psychedelics helped you? Yeah, yeah. Like I did a, a, I did a big dose, and and the next thing you know, I uh, completely just 
I wanted to quit smoking cigarettes. I was smoking two packs a day. And I went into a trip thinking about why I smoke and wanting to quit. And uh, some voice, something came to me and it was like, if you can go 24 hours, you'll be able to go the rest of your life. Wow. And I was like, and I was like okay. Mm. And then I was like, 24 hours the rest of your life. And then I was like, and then all of a sudden it started making sense. And I was like, oh, yeah, 24 hours, then a week, then a month. I'm like, I can, yeah. And then I just went home. Like, I sobered up, hopped in my car, drove home, and uh, went to sleep without smoking a cigarette, which was abnormal. I literally just, like, got into my bed. Like, I was just, like, I remember getting to my room and just, like, taking off my clothes and, like, just turning off the light and, like, not even being, like, ready to go to sleep and just getting into bed and just being, like. And then I remember I was in bed and I was, like, I was, like, this is it. I'm, like, is this it? <laughs> and then I just fell asleep and I woke up and I had no withdrawals and no cravings. Wow. And that was, like, eight years ago. That's amazing. And it just went away. But, yeah, something just came to me. It was, like, if you can go 24 hours, you can go the rest of your life. Right. And because I was on psychedelics, I can't say it was God. But if I was completely sober, quote unquote, you know, a lot of people could link that to Jesus. Yeah, true. That would be like a godly experience to most people to like have like a voice all of a sudden just in your head. Go, hey, you can do you can stop this right now. Yeah. And it's so weird. So, yeah, see, that's why like these near death experiences, psychedelics, like they all like link up. They they all have the, this common thread mm-hmm. of oneness of coming back brand new of learning new things and coming back super spiritual because that's that's where I developed most of my spirituality is in in that realm of things hmm. going from like not believing in God at all to like thinking that like there has to be something that's yeah some kind of propelling my life energy my my life forward. I don't know if it's energy. I used to always say energy in the universe, but now it seems like a thing that's taking care of me. Hmm. It really does. If I look back on everything, it seems like a thing is there, like taking care of me all the time. Like even if we think of how much both of us have grown since we've known each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And having that, like what are the odds that you and I would have met the way we did? Yeah, right. And have it turn out this way. Mm-hmm. So it seems like there was some kind of interference then. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird. Like our own Big Bang. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, exa- exactly. Very, very odd. Very odd the way things connect. But yeah. But what, el- what other stories you got? I was telling you about all the ones that are like considered proof that this actually happens because people can wake up after they've had these experiences and they know things or describe things that they should have oh the lady yeah no record of knowing so this one that like absolutely blew my mind that colin's talking about is uh this lady had i don't remember exactly what was wrong with her but she went into the hospital needing surgery And while she was getting surgery, she died on the table for a few minutes. And while she was dead on the table, one of the surgeon's pens fell out of his pocket and rolled across the room. Later on, when she was all fixed up, she was okay. She woke up 
she told the surgeon that she had seen the pen roll across the room and she was even able to describe everything on the pen to him because he was so doubtful that she was able to. Yeah. And the kicker in the whole story is that she has been blind for years. <laughs> That's crazy. And it's still crazy. Like, I still get chills thinking about it, even though it's the second time I've told you this story. She's blind. She was blind. That's the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah, right? And then we were talking about how it's like, it's like perfect when you get to the other side. Like, everything is at peace and everything is as it should be. So, of course, nobody's going to be blind. Like, you wouldn't take the hardships of your body to the next world no of course not yeah that that's just like the physical it's your physical ailment or like obstacle that you you had to have here in order to understand better yeah so weird it's just so weird to think about can you imagine being that surgeon and having her describe that like especially because most like i feel like most doctors and surgeons and people are so Logical. heavily into science and logic and yeah. things that you can prove that it would be like mind blowing like it would be like life altering to hear that story yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's blind and then she can see and she could describe everything on the pen while she was supposed to be out it's so weird yeah so even if she wasn't blind the woman's dead on the table yeah right <laughs> <laughs> and then she was able to see that yeah that's uh, yeah uh i gotta find more things like that i know right but it makes perfect sense i mean if you're outside of your body like they all explain being very you know old people are getting up and feeling fine and people who can't walk are all of a sudden walking again yeah on the other side so it makes perfect sense Mm -hmm. and it makes sense in a simulation it makes perfect sense that you wouldn't have any of that shit all that stuff would be gone because this is just like your character. Yeah. What do people call it's it? Like the your avatar. Skin. Yeah, your avatar, your skin. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. This. Uh, oh yeah, I was saying. Uh, I said uh, the last time. I said Kevin. Kevin Smith. His mother. She was talking about her near death experience. And her near death experience was like. Yeah, she was. Just, I think she died on the table. Some something like that. And, uh, yeah, she was just saying how it was all blissful, all peaceful. And he asked her, he's like, he's like, would you like it here or there better? And she like, without hesitating, she was like, I like it there better. And she was like, I'm just free from everything. She's like, I don't have to worry about the cat or this person or you. And like, she's like, I don't have to worry about anything. She's yeah. Like, she's like, I'd rather be there a hundred percent. Wow. Which is so crazy, which makes so, it makes so much sense that it would be a place where you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to leave and everything's like great it would make so much sense i remember like years ago i was watching buffy the vampire slayer of all things yeah and that happened to her so she was killed and went up to heaven or wherever and everybody was mourning her but they were also trying to figure out how to get her back it's a supernatural show yeah so they figured out how to pull her back to earth and save her life. She didn't want to. No, she was like messed up for the entire season. And she like didn't want to talk to her friends. She was just like totally withdrawn. And eventually she snapped and was like, why would you pull me from there? I was finally at peace. (laughs) 
Yeah, right? It's so weird. And I remember like seeing that. I probably watched it when I was in my like early teens. I was like shocked. I was like, wow, it was like the most mind bending thought that could ever be. <laughs> and I was like, like, holy, like Buffy going deep. <laughs> yeah, that is deep for Buffy. Right? That's very deep. Like mostly it's just like w- stupid, uh, like werewolf yeah. costumes and vampire teeth and stupid crap. An angel. An angel. Yeah. Angel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's now in like car commercials or something? Oh yeah, yeah. He he stayed out. <laughs> they all gave up. Angel just kept going. He was like, I'm not stopping. He's like, Give me my own show, we're good to go. Yeah, right. He wouldn't just stay in the two thousands. He had his own show. It was great. Mm-hmm. Well he was on like Bones for a bit too, wasn't he? That too, yeah. Like yeah, David yeah. Borneas or yeah. something. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but yeah, what other stories did you have? Oh yeah. There was one. This is a good one. Where'd it go? Right at the beginning. Her name was Anita, and she was diagnosed with lymphoma in 2002. So she battled her cancer for four years and eventually slipped into a coma in 2006 because there were tumors like all throughout her body from the base of her neck, like all throughout her abdomen. Just really nasty. Like nothing really would work for her. So while she was in her coma, she believes that she died. And she had an out-of-body experience. She felt like she was above and could see, like, not only just the room, but she said she had, like, a peripheral, like, 360 feeling of everything mm-hmm. surrounding the room. And she said it was just beautiful to be able to see all this. Wow. And then when she, uh, she was also reunited with her dead father, who told her to turn back and that she couldn't go any further if she wanted to return to her body. Like he was there as like a stopping point yeah, yeah, yeah. to be like no more. So she apparently had a, an intense clarity where everything started to make sense. And she decided to return to her body because she knew it would heal very quickly. Oh, okay. So then she wakes up and within four days, her tumor shrink 70%. So the doctors are obviously shocked and she just kept telling everyone that she knew it wasn't her time to die and that's why she came back. Wow. That's fucked. See, and like even when you explain that story, right, like going back to like near-death experience and psychedelics, that is what a trip sitter would do. Like Like the father? Yeah. Like if if, if you were tripping right now and you were like about to leave, I'd be like, hey, like you can't go through the door. You remember we talked. Like you, you have to be in here. You remember? Yeah. Like, you have to stay here, and you'd be like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, and then you'd stay, and like eventually, like you'd remember that, but like you'd, you'd like forget, like like you know, you wouldn't forget, but you'd be like, okay, I have to stay. Like, yeah. Apparently, I have to stay. Somebody told me, like somebody yeah. just told me that I have to stay here. It's exactly what a trip sitter would do. They'd be like, hold on, hold on. You're like running around right now. It's almost like as if like she was like in this other plane and she's like, all right, I'm fucking here. Let's go. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're still hooked up to the human machine. You gotta the relax. human machine. <laughs> You're still hooked up. You got to relax. Just go back, go back. And then they just go back mm-hmm. every time, almost every time. Yeah. It's always wild. Like those ones where they actually heal. Like get me so much. That's it's like crazy. mind blown. But but it makes it makes so much sense. Like it would make sense that once you interact with that side, you'd come back healed in some way. 
like it doesn't True. make sense because you get like exposed. if it is like the divine yeah then why wouldn't you be healed yeah like once you get like a little bit of it like you're gonna like this regular meat machine thing is gonna be healed so quickly yeah because you got like you got like the real stuff in you now and she came back because she knew her body would be healed yeah that too that too and it's like she knew like i don't know it's so so weird because it's like in that state like i was saying before i think if you were in that state long enough you'd be able to heal your own body if you were able to like calm down enough and be like oh my body over here you'd mm-hmm. be like okay i can heal this shit like, like just like focus on it yeah that's like reiki yeah because now you're this spiritual energy entity focusing on this physical body it would be easy for you to heal it whereas if you're physical and you're in the physical it's hard for you to wrap your head around healing something by just like thinking about it. Yeah. But if you're like outside and you can see yourself and you apparently have this like power of like seeing around you 360 and you're floating and shit, like now all of a sudden healing yourself is not like a giant task. And so much comes from belief too. Yeah. Like if you experience that and you really believe you can heal yourself, yeah, then those things probably will happen. Definitely. But we've been taught for so long that that's impossible yeah so why would you even think about trying exactly exactly it's it it goes along with psychedelics so well because exactly what you just said like there's for years for years like when i started doing them when i started or before that they didn't talk about how much it healed the brain and like reconfigured and rewired things they never spoke about that and then recently in the past like five years that's all they can talk about is how it's neurogenesis Mm. and it can fix you and it rewires this and that and it's like near-death experiences and these crazy spiritual psychedelic experiences like they rewire you you come back healed like it's it's very weird like i had that addiction i healed myself of it like i had like like my mind was all like not even my mind was messed up like i had a bunch of things going on and i did a bunch of psychedelic trips and then slowly all of a sudden i started questioning like why does my stomach hurt all the time? And then next thing you know, I started fixing it. And like, yeah. And it was actually like, now that I actually bring that up, it was right at a time where I was allegedly doing <laughs> psilocybin like a lot, like almost every like two weeks, three weeks. We were, we were doing it, me and my friend. We were mm-hmm. making a brew of kinds all the time. And, uh, and that was around the time where I started to question why my stomach hurt all the time. And I started actually testing it and started going like, okay, I'm going to eat oatmeal today. Okay, I feel like shit. Okay, I'm not going to eat oatmeal tomorrow. Okay, I feel good. And like I started testing it and actually thinking about it, whereas I never did before. Yeah. So it's like I came back and I was like, I knew what to do to heal myself all of a sudden. Hmm. And then years later, working with naturopaths and stuff, it turns out all the things I was thinking were right. It's very weird. That is weird. It's weird the way way it works. Mm -hmm. Going into those realms if it's the same realm because it doesn't it has to be similar yeah it has to be similar like even if it's not actually going up to a different realm it's enough to open your mind yeah you know even if you don't go somewhere else you're going somewhere within yourself yeah yeah because i think the difference is with the near death there's a removal of like your spirit from your body Mm -hmm. whereas with psychedelics you're kind of just like it's like you're viewing your spirit yeah, like within. You, well, like it's like you get to communicate with it. Mm. That's what it's like. It's like you get to actually communicate and hear, hear the little voices, the little conscious, like good voices that everybody has. You hear those a lot clearer. 
And then like with near death, it's like you become one of those voices. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like True. It's weird. It's very weird. It's crazy. There was uh, like a Reddit stream that I was reading about near death experiences and people just had like some of them were short, like one to two sentence things mm-hmm. about like their experience. And this one just said, my mom's heart stopped during surgery. She said the only thing she remembers is being in a field of flowers. <laughs> she just remembers flowers. That's it? Yeah. And she just remembers it was like like peaceful, just flowers. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, right? So weird. Like, where are they? I don't know. What kind of flowers? Where it's just flowers. What color do you picture? Ready? One, two, oh, this three. P- Purple. This, it's pink. <laughs> you think pink? Pinks, oranges, like stuff like that. I was picturing just all lavender. <laughs> it's just a huge field of lavender. <laughs> Have you ever seen lavender fields? Uh, no. Oh, they're so beautiful. Not a whole field, but they look so nice. <laughs> but what else? Oh, and the one thing that you mentioned before, <laughs> before we got cut off, you were talking about Alex. We we uh, I was talking about Alex Jones. Yeah. Because I was talking about like how he he actually had he was saying you know in a podcast he was like the elite they stop their heart until they're like in a state of like having a near death experience yeah and by doing that they interact with whatever it is people interact with when they have near death experiences now he claims that it's like these aliens and they're like giving them instructions which is why they are so smart some people Elon Musk yeah mm-hmm. like why they're so like ahead of things is cuz they're getting like their tech and instructions from these people wow that's a lot of lavender right that's that an ontario that probably smells crazy this is an ontario that probably makes your head go crazy <laughs> you smell that that's just what i picture <laughs> when she said that anyway alex jones but yeah yeah it's so weird yeah, he uh yeah, he said that there was a bunch of elite people doing that and it just made me and then you were like and I was talking about like how many things he's said that are like correct and you're like you got to do an e- we got to do an episode on that. Yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff like Cuz while we were looking at stuff to do for this episode, I literally was looking up Alex Jones theories to see and then I found that one about the frogs and I was like, that's ridiculous. And then you explained it to me more. Oh, yeah. The gay frogs. Yeah. yeah the gay frogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, How he like said that and everybody like laughed hysterically. Of course. And then when you look into it, like they're, they actually were testing a bomb that would turn soldiers gay <laughs> and they were testing it on frogs. So it was it was a thing that he like just said like ridiculously, but it was like completely on point. Yeah. <laughs> completely on point that's so funny yeah it's so weird and and he said uh they're 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 making the marijuana stronger so it fucks with your mind and if you smoke too much marijuana it makes you go into uh you can go into psychosis some people really yeah some people can go into psychosis if they if they're smoking like crazy just like insane amounts (coughs) and uh it makes you very docile Hmm. like super docile but what else do you, well, we should do an episode on that, but it'll take a long time to get those notes. Yeah, that's a big one. I'll help you with that. Okay. <laughs> that's going to be a big one for sure. Yeah. Oh, I was also telling you before that um, Ernest Hemingway had a near-death experience and his was pretty wild. Yeah. Because yeah. he was in World War One, which neither of us knew. Yeah, I had crazy. no idea that he 
was yeah. kind of I didn't even think that he was alive during that. Yeah. Like my yeah. perception of time is totally skewed. I, well, I don't I, even know when he would. I assumed I'm, he was like 1800s. You know? I, that's what I was just going to say. Like 1800s. Yeah, no. And then like he died like before the 1900s. That's what I would think. I would think so too. But yeah. no, he was a young man in the war. So I guess he was a writer after. But I, I thought I didn't think he was that recent. That's fucked. You know, like that's I'll have to look up the timeline on that and be like, like what? <laughs> just because my brain can't get wrapped around it. Yeah. So anyway, so Ernest Hemingway was in World War Two and he was in the trenches and a bomb went off close to him. So he was kind of in the blast radius and he sent an account of how that felt and what he went through to one of his friends. This is actually written down. So he says, I died then. I felt my soul or something coming right out of my body, like you'd pull a silk handkerchief out of a pocket by one corner. It flew around and then came back and went in again, and I wasn't dead anymore. Yeah. And like I was saying before, it's like just that image of pulling like a silk handkerchief out. Can you imagine that was like the first thing? And his friend was like, well, that was pretty good. Right? That's, that's like, that's and be like, well, line. you should write that down. Yeah. Like, that's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you think so? Yeah. And then I was saying, I'm like, I'm like, look at like how odd it works. Like they're always like the little girl. She was told that she had more to do. Every single person's like, I can't leave yet. It wasn't my time to go. It wasn't my time to go. And like how like what stature he has in history in like our Western history and how quickly he was put back into his body. Yeah. Like Just a few seconds. Yeah, just like it just around. came out for a second. And they're like, get back in. Yeah. Right now. Like he didn't even get to like see any loved ones. Nothing. They're just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I think what gets me you about that back. is it's such like a, like a visceral description of how it would feel to have your soul leave. So I picture like, yeah, just like when you fix the blankets on the bed and <laughs> you pull them off, mm -hmm. that's how I picture it would feel. <laughs> it's like coming off your body. Yeah. 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 <laughs> off and out. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then fly around and it would settle back down again. Mm -hmm. That's what I do with the blankets. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you twirl them around a little bit and <laughs> fix them up. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. So weird to think about that. To think about the, all these near-death experiences. Like, yeah, so many videos I saw. You said you had a bad one. Because I remember at the first it's episode. It's one, like, short bad one, yeah. Okay, what was it? Okay, you really want to hear it? Well, cause it's I not that bad. Because I had a bad one, too, right? So that's yeah, I feel like this one's more... Anyway, whatever. We'll talk about it after I say it. So, it's this lady named Veronica, and she was struck by lightning. And she said she was floating above her body. And she was put into a waiting room that said, Welcome to Hell. <laughs> and then <laughs> Jesus was there and sent her back to her body. And then when she w woke up, she just she was screaming and she kept saying I was dead and in hell. Wow. So that's not yeah. It's not bad. It's, it's not just it was a negative experience and it was the only one that I could find. Why is she yelling though? Like Jesus. I don't know. Jesus. Jesus came. saved her from hell. Jesus was just there. And I'm picturing it be like, "Welcome to hell." <laughs> is it that bad? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god. Can you imagine the only reason she got saved? Jesus was there like buying crack. 
Shit. She's hey, I'm here hey, to save Veronica. you. <laughs> Let's go back to the body. His eyes are all bloodshot. Yeah. Like <laughs> He's like, and tell Let's no one. Tell no one. And, and then she wakes up. And and he's like, fuck. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like she's definitely going back there later. <laughs> and God, God's like, what was that lady saying? I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah but that was like the only bad one yeah and what yeah. was your bad one the, it was just a a guy he said he he just saw black and he said that he felt like he was just floating through like nothingness mm-hmm. and like it was just black but like almost like as if you were just in a pitch black room yeah, like floating through space. Yeah, kind like of sensory deprivation tank style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was almost like his. It was just like he was just soul and consciousness, and and just felt blackness and didn't didn't like it. Hmm. So when he came back, he's like, "There's nothing." He's like, "There's no heaven. There's no hell." He's like, "That's what it is." I wonder what that would be like because if it's like, like w- you wouldn't feel lonely because that would be stripped away. Like, we probably wouldn't have a need for other people at that point. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's hard to say, right? Like, you might have that exact same need. It's true. But then it would be like a hell. Well, I mean. it's always in solitude. Well, I mean, it it depends how long it's like that. I guess. Like, it might not be long. That's true. Like, maybe he was traveling somewhere. Like, maybe he just, like, wasn't dead yet. Like, or maybe it wasn't his time. Like, who knows? Like, maybe he was just in a waiting room. Maybe he was in the mm-hmm. same waiting room that lady was in. And, and he just didn't turn around. Maybe True. he was just looking at the black part of it. Like, I don't know. Like and people so always say, things. like, when people talk about, like, tunnels and lights and moving toward the light, like, maybe he just didn't get to the light yet. Yeah, exactly, right? So it's, 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 hard, to, it's hard to tell with, this stuff, with stuff like that what's going on yeah but yeah that that one i don't think is bad that's just like and another thing is with a lot of these um with a lot of these near-death experiences that i heard about a lot of these people had they had a connection to god like like they connected it to like jesus and god like quite a bit or maybe like the people who were doing the videos were connecting it to jesus and god quite a bit and like how you gotta have Jesus and be your Lord and Savior and all that stuff. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just a very amazing thing that yeah. I love thinking about the near death experiences. But like we were saying before too, it's always so nice that it's like ninety nine percent of the stories talk about how nice it feels. Yeah. And how peaceful and blissful. Yeah. With like no pain, no stress. Yeah. So it's really nice to think about that. Mm-hmm. And then I was telling you about the uh, the nurse who in her whole career only saw two people get resuscitated. One was a teenage boy and one was like a really kind of hard ass biker guy. And both of them were not spiritual people, but yeah. both of them, when they were brought back, said something along the lines of, why did they do that? It was so peaceful. Yeah. Like, why did you bring me back? Yeah. And then she was saying in this Reddit thread that that was the thing that comforted her the most when her husband passed away 
because she was picturing him in a place of total peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's weird. It's very it's very odd. Like when I like I was telling you before about my my buddy Gidon who passed away and he was in a coma for like 3 days beforehand. It's a uh, it's good to think about that 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 they're, that they're at this peaceful place. And it makes so much sense like especially with him um like if there was an option to stay he he would take it definitely like he would never kill himself or anything like that but if there's an option to stay like he would take it because i i just remember like there's some people who are like born in the wrong time yeah he was like born in the wrong time what time should he have been born in <laughs> like like either like the early 1900s or like mm-hmm. just like way way further back really yeah yeah he was he was like a in the most positive sense like he was like a man's man he was like a barbarian mm-hmm. he was like very much like he's like just wherever he was that was his home whatever situation was around he was in charge wow like, like he was very much like he was like a barbarian type mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah like i could so see he didn't like this he didn't like the way things operate like this world this time he didn't like the way things operated he didn't like the rules he didn't like the technology oh gosh he would have hated this whole situation yeah oh yeah he wouldn't put up with any of this shit that's going on right now not not even slightly Mm -hmm. (laughs) like there's no chance no chance any of it like he'd just be like whatever he'd be like sending people in to get things for him shop for him and shit (laughs) <laughs> he would never like be putting on masks and stuff but yeah yeah some people like if, if he had an option like to just be at peace finally because he was like very tormented and he would he would probably take it and mm-hmm. i'm glad he did if he had that option yeah it's always nice to think about loved ones like that yeah exactly exactly because it's like i want him around but it's like i just wanted him around like see our kids and shit like that yeah you know like selfishly you know yeah (laughs) true yeah so it's i'd rather be better off yeah yeah that's the closest thing i have to like near-death experiences and you know what i also think about when it comes to near-death experience i think of like my dad because he had he passed away in his apartment and he was by himself and like there was a lot of movement like when we were like in his apartment like afterwards there was like a lot of movement like a lot of moving around like he like must have like just been like not in a good place just i mean like because he had cancer right so his body was probably like shutting certain things down and didn't know how to react and like i don't know just i i always wonder that like how he was or like how that is you know Mm mm-hmm like like he like he if he had that option he probably took it too he's probably like so this is all better he said this is much better and he's like all my kids are adults and he's like this is this is much better he's like be much happier with like peace you know yeah yeah i think about that and it's kind of nice to think too like when elderly people when they just like pass away in their sleep mm-hmm it's like a conscious decision to just go to the next side. Yeah. Yeah. Like if like they say like natural causes and they don't know why some people die. Yeah. 
maybe it is just eventually you just get the choice well yeah like you like you're in that uh you're in that you're in a dreamscape already yeah i was gonna say you're like you're in that realm almost like yeah you're almost there you're like i feel like dreams between. would touch that yeah you're like in between yeah i've uh i've had a dream like that where something like that was happening and there was like very much similar to like pirates of the caribbean how there's like this sea where the dead people go and like yeah. they just go into it i had a thing like that and my mom was going there and i didn't want her to go and i was like where's she going there was like a fence Hmm. And I was like gonna hop the fence, but something was telling me like I I can't go to where she was going, and I was like, and my mom's still alive for anybody listening. It's just mm-hmm. like a weird dream, but yeah, something told me like I couldn't go, and like there was like many people going, and I was like can't I like I couldn't go, and then when I looked at the people, they were like all old, like very old. Oh wow, because like, like I saw two of them, and like they were like super old, and I was like I can't. Like I'm like I can't go. I remember I was so sad. I was crying. I woke up crying in hmm. that dream. But yeah, near death, near death experiences. You got any more stories? No, that was it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's a it's a weird thing to think about. Yeah, it's like We're sad but nice. Sad but nice, and then also it's like when you think of the whole simulation thing and you watch things like Black Mirror and people uploading consciousnesses and all that yeah. shit. It's like that is not out of the realm of I don't want to say possibility, but it's not out of the realm of like imagination. Like if people can fathom religion and and you can have psychedelic experiences and literally go to these places, then it's like a near death experience just makes sense. Yeah. Or at least like a higher realm, like something more than this just makes perfect sense to me. But with things like uploading consciousness. Like, I have to wonder if that would, like, mess up the order of things. Like, if we're interfering with our consciousness already, would it change how we interact with another realm? What do you mean? So, if we're, like, uploading and putting our stuff into computers and it's not, like, within our bodies anymore. Oh, you're talking about that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Because like like that show Upload we watch on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. where their afterlife is just a computer program. They well, don't get that choice. Yeah, yeah. Some people To choose. take that piece. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking about when I say that is like that world that you're talking about just led to this one. Like we're uploading. Like this whole thing is us just uploading and learning things. Hmm. And like it's 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 the like if you had to market this in the real world it'd be like the official like human experience (laughs) like you get to go through this and you will fully understand what it is to be human yeah you know in case we are like these other angelic beings and it's like you got to figure out how to how to handle things in like the physical world Mm. can you imagine like you're like an angel and they're like you got to go through this understand you wow. to be taking care of somebody you gotta understand what they're going through that'd be so <laughs> wild for you some might. reason my brain just went to uh monsters inc the animated movie and they have like a scare simulator <laughs> they have a scare simulator yeah, yeah to yeah. scare kids for some reason i went right there when you said simulation yeah like so because it's like a job for them yeah you have to learn how I to scare kids but we have to learn how to like take care of humans yeah 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 
and then like it's like you pass away and then like you like wake up and you like you look over and i'm there and i'm like still in and you're like oh shit this guy fuck (laughs) good guy good guy (laughs) best guy (laughs) and then you start figuring it out then you get your human and they're like all right (laughs) 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 make sure he doesn't mess up too much (laughs) and that's it he's taking care of him because you've learned every single human lesson that there is to learn wow (laughs) that'd be crazy (laughs) so weird to think about so many different things Mm -hmm. but yeah i hope you never have one i hope you never do either thank you (laughs) oh thanks for doing this again yeah it was great we had to do it again I like sitting and talking to you, and now we just got to talk for like almost two hours instead of just one. Yeah. So it's a good bonus. Yeah. And now I don't feel like smoking anymore. Good. I knew if we did it again, you'd feel better. Yeah. That's why I wanted to do it. I do. Good. I feel much better. Good. Love you. Mm, I love you too. <laughs> All right, guys. That was another episode of Date Night Conspiracies. I am Colin. And I am Sherry. And have a great night. We will see you next week. Like, share, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. Peace. Bye.